Well, good morning, good day, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whenever this finds you, I pray it really finds you right where you are, knowing that maybe it's not right where you need to be. But this is Con Cafe. I'm Pastor Eddie Valverde. We're looking at <clears throat> the birthday of the church as we find it in Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 21, and I'll be reading that passage in the Revised Standard Version of the Bible. In a devotional, we are calling the birth of the church. This was a key day in the life of the Christian church. Many would argue it is the first day of the Christian church, and it takes place right in the midst of something else that had been planned, and that is life, usually. You can plan all you want, and what's the saying? You want to make God laugh? Go ahead and tell God your plans. But friends, in all seriousness, God loves you. God cares for you. God provides for you. And God has a better plan and a better way to live if we would but surrender and give in and admit we don't have all the answers. We don't know all the right ways, but we're willing, we're open, we're desiring to be led in the right way if God would but lead us. So, hear now the word of God. Verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly a sound came from heaven like the rush of a mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues as of fire, distributed and resting on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound the multitude came together, and they were bewildered, because each one heard them speaking in his own language. And they were amazed and wondered, saying, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language? Parthians and Medes and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phygria and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians. We hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others, mocking, said, They are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you, and give ear to my words. For these men are not drunk, as you suppose. It is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And in those last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Yea, and on my men servants and my maid servants in those days I will pour out my Spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heaven above and signs on the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the day of the Lord comes, the great and manifest day. And it shall be that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, this is 
the awesome and powerful word of God. And we say thanks be to God. Well, happy Tuesday, everyone in the Cafe family. May God bring you awesome opportunities to witness to your faith in him. May many come to know the depths of God's love because of you. Friends, uh, I've heard that Sylvia Gaetan's surgery in Dallas today, and it was a spinal surgery, went well, but she is in a lot of pain. She said she could feel the prayers lifted up on her behalf, so thank you all. And may the Lord bring her comfort and peace during these hours is our prayer. Pray for one another and pray for yourselves. Well, it sometimes happens. We gather for one reason and another presents itself as an alternative. And sometimes the alternative proves to be the better thing. The day of Pentecost was already a special day for the Jewish people and the Jewish church. It was one day that was used to commemorate the giving of the law to Moses from God. It was a special day that drew many visitors to Jerusalem. Verses 8 and 9 in this passage give you an idea of just where these visitors were from. While most of these visitors spoke, or at least understood Hebrew, they would soon be amazed by a miraculous outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The disciples, being faithful Jews themselves, were aware of the festivities, but were safely hidden in the upper room when a sound came from heaven like the rush of a mighty wind that filled up the house where the twelve were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues as of fire distributed and resting on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. What were these different languages saying? The mighty works of God. I may have already shared with some of you how some years ago, Nellie and I, we were uh, in San Marcos, First United Methodist Church, and we uh, took part in a medical team to Puebla, Puebla, Mexico. We took a team of doctors, including a couple of surgeons, nurses, and plenty of volunteers to help run a Methodist clinic there. While there, we were given two copies of a self-published book by a missionary who had served in that area since the 1950s. In one of the stories shared by the missionary Dow Robinson, he speaks about how a chief of one of the villages was sick and in a coma, and he, as a now-respected man of medicine and faith, was invited to come and pray for him. The chief was an Aztec and spoke only his native language. But when this man awoke from the coma, thanks to God answering the prayers, the chief spoke in Spanish, which he didn't know, and quoted Old Testament passages and spoke of the greatness of God. And I dare remind you, he had never seen an Old Testament or a Bible. He became a believer and led his whole village to Christ. I should mention that Brother Robinson was of a denomination which does not believe in the work of the Holy Spirit in modern days. They hold that the work of the Holy Spirit was only for the work needed during biblical times, such as the one we read in today's passage, and then return to heaven. Hmm. <laughs> this declaration in diverse languages gathers a larger crowd. Can you imagine? Bewildered by these men from Galilee, speaking their languages. Some were bewildered, some were angry, and accused them of being drunk with new wine. It was Peter who saves the day and says the men were not drunk, as it was only nine in the morning, and refers them to the prophet Joel, 
who spoke of the last days when God would pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see vision, and your old men shall dream dreams, yea, and my men servant and my maid servants in those days, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Certainly not the work of a drunk or drunks, work of the Holy Spirit. But what this tells me, dear friends, is that there is no limit to what God won't do to get his message to all the world. Someone once said, whatever it takes, God will make his love known to all people. And that's true. Our God is a God of invitation and salvation and wants to draw all people to him. Missionary Dow Robinson that I mentioned above, he was in that area of Mexico, Puebla, because that's where the Aztecs went to, to live. And he was sent there to learn Nahuatl, Mexicano as they called it themselves, so that he could translate the New Testament into Nahuatl. But what an incredible story. What an incredible story this is that we just read in Acts chapter 2. No one is turned away. We are the ones that are good at rejecting God's love and care. And we're good at rejecting others. Now, it's the answer to the question, how can a loving God send anyone to hell? Well, God doesn't send anyone to the other place. We choose to reject that love and go out on our own way. The manifestation of the Holy Spirit in this mighty way was the birth of the church. Created by God for God's people, all languages of and for all people indicated God wanted all people to be a part of the kingdom. This part of the chapter does not tell the complete story, but it shows that as the church developed, leadership would begin to step forward to lead the way forward. Here we see Peter speaking up, and boldly, I might add, to sway the perception of the people away from mockery and towards the awesome nature of God's work of inclusion and salvation. The primary element of, of the church is worship, the worship of God. And as people heard from everyday folks speaking of the wonders of God, that was worship. That is praise. And to hear from others about what could be, as in the prophecies, that too is worship. Prophetic words must share that which can and should be a better world until the perfect world comes. Now we should think back to Eden. The paradise was not the lush vegetation in the Garden of Eden, as it was the relationship between God and his creation. No language barriers, just God providing for the needs of his creation and God getting to know his creatures with talks and walks. The greatness of God's creation spoke for itself of what God could do. It was after Eden that paradise seemed far off and maybe even unattainable. It took the death of God's own son for the paradise to begin all over again. God reaching out for humanity, and now humanity could reach back out to God. The law which had served its purpose in defining the breaks in the relationship is now seen in a different light because God's work through his spirit is reaching out to all people with a desire to bring in, to forgive all, and to receive all. Did you hear that? This is the Holy Spirit's work to bring all people and to fill all people with the desire to bring in, to forgive all, and to receive all. We will see soon enough that one day alone, the rest of this chapter, brought in 3,000 persons who also desired to know more about God. And that, friends, was just the beginning 
of this massive restoration project of God's. Think about it. Let's pray. Awesome Father, bring us closer to you and closer to each other. May we find new ways of communicating with each other so that we might continue the worship and praise that sings of your majesty and might. We pray for the church to be triumphant here on the earth as it is in heaven. This we pray in faith in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. Have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Speak a new language of love about God to those you know. Can you do that? I know you can. Receive my blessings of joy and love. I'm Pastor Adi Balabeta. Thank you so much again for joining in. I pray this has blessed you. And if it has, pass it on. Let someone else receive a blessing from your thoughtfulness. God bless you all. Amen.